The Holistic Counseling Podcast is part of the practice of the Practice Network, a network of podcasts seeking to help you market and grow your business and yourself. To hear other podcasts like Behind the Bite, Full of Shift, and Impact Driven Leader, go to www.practiceofthepractice.com forward slash network. Welcome to the Holistic Counseling Podcast, where you discover diverse wellness modalities, advice on growing your integrative practice, and grow confidence in being your unique self. I'm your host, Chris McDonald. I'm so glad you're here for the journey. Welcome to today's episode of the Holistic Counseling Podcast. I'm your host, once again, Chris McDonald. I hope your week is going well. You are going to love today's guest. She's someone I met through my holistic happy hour. Her name is Angela Santiago. She grew up in Germany and lived on the outskirts of a small town in Bavaria, where she used holistic remedies and they were just a part of daily living. She moved to the U.S. at age 24 and she slowly and steadily pursued her passion to learn more about herbal tinctures and herbal remedies, mainly for her own family. In the mid-90s, the path to her healing practice expanded while studying the gentle art of healing touch, EFT, touch for health, and eventually emotion code. In addition, Angela's deep-rooted love for herbal medicine has also led her to become a certified aromatherapist, which she specializes in for over a decade to support and balance clients' emotional ups and downs safe and naturally. Welcome to the podcast, Angela. Welcome, welcome. So happy to be here. Yes, I'm so excited that we've connected. Oh, me too. It was such a blessing to find you on your holistic self-care group. So excited. Yes. Yeah. So the holistic counseling and self-care group, uh, I'm glad that you're able to reach out with that and, and come to the happy hour too. I know. That was my first time when I saw about the Yay. happy hour. I thought <laughs> this pandemic, what is better than a happy hour with other like-minded people? <laughs> Absolutely. I couldn't have said it better. So can you share more about your work with my listeners who may not be aware of what's going on with you? So my modalities and what I basically do is I am a holistic practitioner and I started out way back when, in fact, like you already mentioned, I grew up in Germany. We used a lot of holistic remedies. So this is like part of my DNA. When I came to the States, I remember almost four decades ago, I shared some of those holistic remedies and modalities with some people. And people looked at me funny. So I, at this point, I was a little bit intimidated to share more. However, I have to say the last 15, 20 years, the area of holistic and natural remedies has really exploded and it has expanded, if you will. And I am so glad because now I am able to actually share without feeling a little odd. <laughs> <laughs> not so well, alone, right? Right. I'm not the lone ranger anymore because, again, we used to use so many different modalities over there that were not very well known here in the States. But again, I started going back to school and over the last two decades, and then I started to really specialize. I went from studying and learning about iridology, which is the study of the eye, and also learning about herbal remedies, minerals, vitamins, amino acids, and all of those remedies. I learned about the body. I learned about energy work. And I have studied a whole variety of them, 
Well, now for the past, I want to say about six plus years, I have been using all of those modalities and I made them my own. I go most of the time with my intuition. And then I also use a technique called muscle response testing that I use with each and every single client. And they can either be in front of me or we can be on the phone with each other. So they do not have to be in my physical well, presence. That's interesting. Or they can even be on the phone, huh? Yes. Or they don't even have to be on the phone or in my presence. I can just do remote sessions and connect literally energetically with my clients and release the emotions and all kinds of stuff that shows up. So can you share more? What is the muscle response testing? What does that look like when you're working with a client? Muscle response testing is an energetic modality where I can check on myself. It's called a ring and ring method. I basically take my the tip of my pointer finger and the tip of my thumb, and I put it together as a ring on both hands, right? But then I open my ring on the right hand and I lock it in with my left hand. So I have basically both hands, both of the the four fingers, my thumb and my pointer finger on each side is now locked into each other. Does that make sense? Yes. And when I ask a question and the ring breaks, it means it's a no. And if the ring does not break, it is a yes. So for instance, if I say, hey, Chris, do you have any trapped emotions? And the ring breaks, that means no, you do not. If the rings stay together, then yes, it is. And then I go further and then I check, well, when was there a trap? Uh, when was there um, a trauma? When was there an unpleasant event? And let's just say a client is age. 54, I say, was was that trauma before the age of 54? And then I go all the way down. And sometimes we, we and I keep testing and testing and testing and I, until I hit a number that tests very strong. And I have had clients where I went all the way down to age three, four, two. And they had a really traumatic event. One of my clients, her father had a car accident and she was in she was with the mom in front of the father she was driving in mom's car well she used to always drive with her father and that day she drove with the mother and the father got hit right behind them oh and my gosh literally passed passed away instantly and she was telling me that she has been angry for so many years and she does not understand why she is angry well we figured part of that out there was this emotion this negative emotion, this upset, this disappointment, this grief, all of these emotions, they were stuck at age four. And we started to release them. And she started feeling better and better after each session. And even physically, she felt less confined. And she felt that her muscles were relaxing a lot more than they had before. So this is basically what I do in a nutshell. That's amazing. I know, know that you can <laughs> see those that kind of results. Yes, the results, they have been amazing, to say the least. Now, I have to say, with some clients, you achieve results quicker than others. And it has to do with, A, are they receptive? Do they really want to release their stuff? And again, that goes back to the subconscious mind. Sometimes people say, oh, I really want to lose weight. When I test them, there is a no, you don't want to lose weight. In their subconscious mind, it is a resounding 
no. Interesting. Even though they insist they want to lose weight. But then you have to ask a question, are you sabotaging yourself? And that's more than likely a yes. Why are you sabotaging yourself? Then keep on going. And then I ask a question, do you feel perhaps you want to leave your husband when you get thinner? Or do you think men find you more attractive and therefore maybe you are more tempted of leaving the marriage? So these are all the self-sabotaging thoughts that can go on in a person's mind. And hence, they do not want to lose weight and they want to stay the way they are. Well, I never thought of weight loss that way, too, that there could be some deeper processes going on. Yeah, definitely. It is amazing the thoughts that can occur, especially in our subconscious mind. And I was actually telling someone earlier today that our conscious mind is about three to five percent, our subconscious mind about somewhere around 95 percent. So just imagine all of the thoughts that are gathered in our subconscious mind and the things that we suppress, don't want to think about it, don't want to talk about it. We thought in our conscious mind, we already have them figured out and everything is already taken care of, but very often it is not. So, and I can actually give you a really quick, an example. I had a client and she came to me and she said she had very little appetite, didn't like to work with meat products and did not want to cook anymore and just did not feel any happiness around food, period. And for some reason or another, we started to work and age 22 showed up. And I asked her, I said, do you remember anything that happened around that age? And she says, oh, yeah, my, my husband cheated on me. Oh, and wow. it was interesting because that was not on her list of things that she wanted to work on or work around. And she says, well, I thought I already had taken care of this. Well, apparently she had not. And we worked around there for a while, amongst some other issues, trapped emotions, limited beliefs or negative beliefs. And after a while, she got happier. She started cooking again. And I remember she said, Angela, I feel so happy. I can cook again. I can actually cook meat again, which I wasn't even, I didn't even want to touch that. And it was just amazing to me. Her whole life got turned back to the positive after several sessions. So these are the types of things that I see and experience with clients a lot. That's got to be so motivating and just satisfying for you to know that you're really helping them move on from whatever is trapped in their bodies, whatever emotions. Yes. Yeah, it, it definitely oh. is because... I think a huge reason is I have gone through a lot of trauma and shocks and a lot of grief myself over many, many years. And because of that, I feel in my heart, I can really relate to my clients. I can really feel what they are feeling. So I, I'm also very empathetic, as you can probably tell. Oh, yeah. And I can really hone into people in certain areas of their life when they're feeling either sad or when there is a lot of anxiousness or if there is a lot of overwhelm. And then we just figure out where is this coming from? When did that start? What was the origin of those feelings? And not only do people have these ups, emotional ups and downs, very often they can later on 
have or start with physical challenges or discomfort in their body, which very often can stem from an emotional shock or a trauma. And very often people do not take that in consideration. But then once we start releasing things, it makes total sense. Yeah, right. Well, I'm sure it makes you a better healer too, that you've experienced a lot of trauma and overcome a lot of things. Well, I have to say it does help. (laughs) (laughs) It does help. It's again, as a, as a, especially energy medicine practitioner, I also have to, or had to learn to be disconnected after each client. So I don't take all of these emotions on myself. So that again goes into my own self-care because I have to maintain that. I cannot not take care of me and take care of other people. So it's very, very important that I take care of my mental being and emotional health just as much. How do you release that after you see a client? Well, so for instance, again, I can use the muscle response testing on myself And sometimes I just check in with myself and I ask, Angela, do you have any trapped emotions? And yeah, sometimes I do. (laughs) Do you have any negative beliefs? Yes, sometimes I do. So one of the energy healing techniques that I absolutely love, and it is so simple. And if any of you listeners would like to try that out, it is super simple. So the first one is to turn a negative thought into a positive belief. So let's just say, for instance, if we keep saying to ourselves like, geez, I'm all over the place. I don't have my thoughts together. I'm overwhelmed. And we just keep rambling on and repeating the same negative things over and over and over. Well, it starts to manifest in our subconscious mind and even in our conscious mind. So we're stuck in that things are never going to get better. I'm stuck in overwhelm. However, repeating a positive belief several times a day, saying it out loud, is a wonderful thing to do, okay? So instead of saying, oh, I'm all over the place, I say, my mind is calm and relaxed. Now, while I'm saying this, I take a cotton roll or a cotton ball and I drop on one drop of orange essential oil or a drop of frankincense, whatever you like, whatever is really good, something that is really uplifting. And before I say my positive belief, I take a really big whiff of that aroma that is on the cotton ball or cotton roll. I inhale it deeply like so. Really take, just take a deep breath. And then I say, My mind is calm and relaxed. Now we're going to add a third component to that. The third component is inhale the essential oils. Put your hands over your chest in the center of your heart. Both hands crisscross. While you're taking a deep breath, you inhale your oil and you say, My mind is calm and relaxed. And I say that two, three, four times, take several deep breaths in between, and I actually hold the hands over my heart for two, three, sometimes four minutes. That is incredibly calming to your heart and your mind energies that are really on overload 
and they feel really discombobulated for a lack of better words. I feel more calm and relaxed just hearing your voice <laughs> to share this activity. Yes. I love it. There, and you know what, Chris, there are so many other positive beliefs. When I work with my clients yeah. with the emotion or emotional energies and sessions, we release a lot of negative things in the subconscious mind and in literally in the body. I mean, emotions can be stuck in your knee, in your lower back, in your neck, in your little toe. I found some in your teeth, in teeth, literally. Really? Okay. And once you release that, there you created an empty space. So what do you do? You don't want to leave that empty space so more negative stuff can go back into your belief system. So we are exchanging that and filling that empty space with a positive belief. And I always, always end with one positive belief at the end. So it could be, I am moving forward with ease. My life is calm and relaxed. My mind is clear. My mind is clear. Sometimes that alone, that that just does that it. Helps, yeah. Right? If we, if we feel this thumping and this overload, it's like my mind is clear. My thoughts are calm and relaxed. My mind and my body are aligned in balance. So those are all the different things that you can say. And of course, because that is what I do, I have lots and lots and lots of positive beliefs. So, yes. <laughs> I love and I appreciate how you shared that too, how very calming voice and and especially because a lot of therapists are listening and we use of course some kind of behavioral therapy and changing negative beliefs to positive, but I love how you've uploaded it even more to use essential oils and some touch with that. I think that that could really enhance that for people and really get that more in their conscious brain and help them to relax more. Yes, you're absolutely right. Very often, it's about the touch. Even if you touch your own heart, it can lower the energies and calm the energies in your body. Of course, then scents. Scents are incredibly powerful. They can go right into your into your limbic system and they can just create such a wonderful source of calm and relaxation and balance in your body. I have seen people in when I used to have workshops in person go from totally overwhelmed and jittery and nervous energy to an amazing calm within like 15, 20 minutes, something like this, just by diffusing an essential oil or a combination of them. In fact, I just redid my essential oil inhaler line and I only had four inhalers and I made a they're custom made but usually when I'm finished with my clients when we come to the end I I test them for either essential oil roller blends that I customized and created or for inhalers and I let them know which ones are wonderful while they are processing. So we are releasing this negative energy. And sometimes it can take literally a day or two, occasionally up to five, six, seven days. So we want to make sure that sometimes the processing is not going to be too overwhelming. So a little bit of essential oil or some of the uh, aromas can settle again those overcharged energies and it can make processing so much easier. Oh, I love that. Yes. 
Wonderful. I know you wanted to share some other self-care techniques that you use during or after processing. Was, was there anything else that you recommend? I think very often the energy holding the heart. Sometimes I also put my right hand over the forehead, over my forehead, and then the left hand on the back of my head. That's also a super relaxing technique where you literally balance the energies in your brain. And again, you can leave your hands there as long as needed. And like I can feel how long, let's just say if I hold my hands for two or three minutes, it's like, oh, I feel that little, that little shift <laughs> and then I'm okay. If you're not quite in tune with yourself, just leave your hands there for a little bit, for a few minutes. However long you do this, it's an improvement and it is something good that you're doing for yourself. That's a very simple strategy to, to use, too. The techniques that I have, they are extremely simple. However, they are quite effective. And last year, when the pandemic hit so hard, I have had more and more of my clients ask me, Angela, what is it that we can do in between our sessions? Is there anything that we can do to keep our balance and not to feel so triggered because going through the pandemic, you have to understand every person has something going on in their life, whether it's a lot of stress, whether it's a little stress. However, once all of this stuff happened, it's almost like we're adding another layer to our regular stuff. And that can be overwhelming. People have told me that they feel stuck. They feel extremely overwhelmed. They had a lot of fear to get covid I mean, there was just so many components. So again, getting back to what I was asked, and then towards the end of last year, I actually started to create a bunch of different modules that are extremely colorful, and they are very uplifting and super easy to use all around emotional well-being. And I made this into a membership, which is still at this point in beta testing. But I have beautiful modules. By the click of a button, you can look up 52 negative beliefs that we turned into the positive beliefs. So I literally give an example of the negative. Maybe you're resonating with some of that because you want to change that belief. You want to turn that around. And there is underneath a positive belief. And it is really amazing. Again, I put lots of color in there and lots of flowers. So it's really resonating with people, all the colors and the positive elements. It's almost like people can see it, smell it and touch it without really being in the middle of that module. But it's just really resonating with them. And then my founder members they had a fabulous idea and they said, Angela, how about if you make a really quick module, a really short one, where you take maybe two or three techniques? And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, that is absolutely fabulous. So what I did, I even made it more easy and more compact. So for instance, I have this module now, it's changing your moods and emotional emergencies. There you go. And then you click on it. And then I have divided it. If someone feels like overwhelmed, there is a module, someone that goes through a heartache, someone that is 
totally stuck and they don't know how to move forward. And then there is a positive belief. There's a quick self-care tip. And sometimes I have recorded essential oil recipes, my own recipes that I'm giving away and that people can learn and they can make their own recipes. And they're, again, super simple. And so they are all excited about these new modules right now because Sounds they're super, super wonderful. Yes. I love it. I think that that's really going to help people to really integrate this into practice outside of the times that they see you. Yes. And you know what I have learned, especially again, I know I keep going back to the pandemic. People don't want to go look through stuff that is lengthy. They ne- don't necessarily True. want to watch videos that are half an hour, hour, two hours. But if it's within 15, 20 minutes or less, they are totally okay with that. Now, unless it's a subject that is really, really interesting to them. But I wanted to give people techniques that are easy, that are simple, and that they can do anywhere. If you can do this at work, people are starting to go back to work. They can just put their hands over their, over their chest and take a really deep breath. If they feel awkward about it, well, then you go in the break room or maybe you go in the bathroom or in where they lounge or maybe during your break when you go outside and you, you have the opportunity to go for a short walk, you can take a couple deep breaths. Maybe you can use your inhaler during the day in some offices and some people allow a diffuser, then just have a diffuser running for a half an hour here and there. So those are all my little quick self-care tips. That's a lot. (laughs) You have a lot of ideas. I love it. Well, I hope you can pick some of them up and I hope your listeners are are benefiting from some of them as well. I do know that a lot of people nowadays have essential oils, but in all reality, they really don't know the safety issues. They don't know about dilutions. They have not learned that. And so with me, I am a stickler for all of those. But I think it's important because you really want to make sure to stick with the safety issues in order for someone else not to go overboard. Because they're a form of a medicine and you got to be careful and mindful of what you're doing. That being said, they can be incredibly benefiting and uplifting. May I give one quick example? Yes, go ahead. I had gone to a a supermarket that was, oh my dear goodness, probably four or five years ago. And this lady at the register, I could just, well, first of all, I could pick up her, the low energy, but she was also, she was really like, you could tell she was extremely depressed and sad and listless, if you will. And she actually worked for a store that offered a lot of organic supplements and produce and all kinds of things. However, so I thought, well, she's working in this kind of environment. Maybe I should ask her if everything is all right. And she says, no, she says, I'm very, very upset and sad and things, life has been just overwhelming. So I, because I'm a certified aromatherapist, so what do I have? I always have essential oils in my purse, right? I love it. (laughs) It's like, that's great. I'm, I'm, I'm always ready for somebody <laughs> to, to be of help, right? So I took out my lime essential oil, which at that point was my go-to. So I opened up the bottle and I just let her inhale that two, three, four times. Literally within less than a minute, you could tell she was taking this real deep breath like, <sighs> and then she let go of whatever was stuck in there and she's like, Boy, I start feeling better already. 
And I'm standing there and I was almost baffled, right? Yeah. (laughs) But in a good way, I was like, yes, works every time. (laughs) And so for her, the lime oil was just the perfect modality that she needed at that very time. It is uplifting. It is encouraging. It is an oil that makes you happy. And that's exactly what she needed. She needed a little happy in her life. And that just gave her that little bit of encouragement that she needed. So you try to match which individual needs that someone has with an oil? Yes. So again, I also make customized oils. I had someone yesterday and a person had a horrific headache. And so I made her a custom blend. And the custom blend for them could be probably very different than for someone else. It could be, is it a stress headache? Is it a emotional headache? Is it a hormonal headache? Is this a headache because uh, of an event, something that is stuck in her body and it hasn't been released? So there's all different types of questions that you have to ask yourself. And then, of course, sometimes you have to adjust the recipe a little bit sometimes. But the thing is with me, I'm very conservative. So I start with a little bit of a lower dose and then we can always add some oils to it. But yeah, for the most part, my clients love my oils. And so and I, I'm really excited. It's, I'm, I'm in my kitchen or in my downstairs office and I mix lotions and potions with my beakers and graduated cylinders and all this stuff. And that's just my happy place. <laughs> you have the, the greatest enthusiasm for holistic stuff, I know. Yes. <laughs> I think yes. you said before you're a holistic nerd. Yes, I am a holistic <laughs> nerd. <laughs> I refer my, my, myself a lot to that, to that phrase. And I think you picked up on it. <laughs> <laughs> that's where you get your energy from, I can tell. Well, again, doing self-care is crucial. This is something that we as practitioners and counselors really have to be mindful of. It is imperative to keep our mind clear, calm, and collected because it's very, very easy to get overwhelmed and go down the rail with the client sometimes, whether they're seeking energy work, whether they're seeking counseling, and, and I am so excited I'm going to slip that in. I just finished my bachelor's degree in counseling and I'm one of the rare people. I have done things the other way around. (laughs) I have really been in the holistic field for several decades. And for the last three years, I've been studying to become a counselor. So I've been through a rigorous apprenticeship, right? I have learned a lot in addition to me working with clients. And I work with a lot of trauma clients, interestingly enough, and I picked trauma and people that are going through rough times, anxiousness, all of those kind of things. That is what I picked for my counseling subject. So I know you mentioned that you're trained in Touch for Health. So can you share more about what that is? Yes. So Touch for Health is also an energetic modality. You just very similar figure out by pointing, like, say, to the lungs, to the heart, to the brain, and then check and see if there is something stuck. It's very, very similar. And you can basically repair or, for lack of a better word, connect the meridians in the body again. 
Okay. And I have been doing this a lot too during my emotion sessions. Like I told you at the beginning, I mix a lot of my modalities together and I test whatever comes up, whatever shows up. So if people are testing weak in their meridians, then the way we align them is I have a, a magnet with two rollers on there, right? <laughs> and what I do is I take them and I literally roll them around my forehead, the top of my head, the back of my head and the back of my neck. Sometimes I roll them down my spine to release the stuck energy and to get balance in someone's body again. So that is what I do now very often because I also do healing touch. Now, healing touch is when a person is laying on a massage table and I take my hands that are either on the client or above the client, and I measure the energy. I also test, again, muscle response testing to see where they are aligned in their body and where they are not. And then I just do, instead of asking questions and talking like through my regular energy sessions, I don't talk out loud at all. I just do a lot of feeling with my hands and very quiet testing whether or not something is balanced. And then I either hold the client's feet, the heart, the hands, the forehead. And I can also, I know it's not going to be a surprise anymore. I can do this remotely without somebody being here. So I basically just go downstairs in my beautiful, calm space. And I just imagine that person is laying there and I do the same exact steps as again, as a person would be that is directly laying on the table. I don't do anything different. I just connect with them energetically and then I release what needs to be released and to do a chakra alignment, which is very simple, an alignment of all of your energy centers. So I have done that too. And it's amazing and so rewarding that I could actually do all of these things during the pandemic and able to help my clients the whole year while they have been shaken up by that event. And I love how you combine all these together. I think sometimes that can bring healing to a whole other, le other level when you have different modalities. Yes. And for a long time, I only used one modality or the other. But it's like when you're a counselor, when you're starting out, or when you are in any occupation, you usually go by the book. But then once you're starting to get more comfortable with what you're doing, you're making things your own. You're creating your own script. You're creating what works for you, how you can connect with someone else. And that is what I'm doing. And evolving is the word that comes to mind. Evolving. There you go. Yes. That's the perfect word. I'm evolving. I am. It's because at the end of the day, it's not about me. It's about mm -hmm. the clients, what is best for them, what is for their highest good, what is it that they need at this time, what is beneficial for them. And I think, again, going back to their muscle response testing, this is literally my go-to. This is what I do all day long. And it has been an incredible gift. And in fact, I have taught several classes actually in my house several years back and in the morning, I teach the muscle testing on each other, and I try to have everything lined up in pairs so I have enough people so two people can work with each other. And I have people even hold them and test for foods 
or drinks or supplements or essential oils and they're holding them in their hand and they're testing each other whether it's good that for them so or fun. it's not. Right? <laughs> well, then we have a break halfway, midday, and then in the afternoon I teach them five self-testing techniques. So when they're at home and let's just say they want to test themselves for a specific essential oil, then they can just test themselves, say, okay, this is the good, this is the perfect so cool. one for me today. <laughs> yes. So Angela, what's the best way for listeners to find you and learn more about what you do? People can find me on my website and it's super simple, www.angelasantiago.com. It can't get any easier than that. <laughs> it's my name. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I do have a little surprise though. I have a free ebook on emotional wellness, how to move forward with ease. And if your listeners would like to, they can click on that free ebook and they can, they can download that. And thank you for that free gift. You're so welcome. But thank you for coming on the podcast today, Angela. It was so much fun and I so much appreciate you, Chris. I appreciate all oh, the things you. that you're doing and your group that you have out there on Facebook. It is absolutely amazing and I love it. And I am so grateful that I have met you and that we have connected. And again, so much gratitude for doing this interview today. Thank Excellent. You. Yes. And I'll put a link in the show notes as well. How do you get to the Holistic Counseling and Self-Care Group on Facebook? So all listeners are welcome to join us. And I'm glad you mentioned that too, because I think part of this podcast, I wanted to really create that supportive connection in this community because I feel like a lot of us are isolated as holistic counselors. So that's wonderful yes. to hear, Angela. I love it. Yes. And, and you're right. And, and I think that's also part why I have started a membership because women and it's only for women and because they're so isolated or have been isolated and that's what I hear almost on a daily basis I know things are opening up again but there's still a lot of isolation out there so oh, for sure thank you Chris for being so mindful and doing so many good things in our community I appreciate absolutely. it absolutely and I want to have a big thank you out there to my listeners for tuning in today so glad you could be here to, and I could help you on your healer journey but I need your help. If you can please support the podcast by being sure to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcast. And once again, this is Chris McDonald sending each one of you much light and love. Until next time, take care. If you're loving the show, will you rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform? We just started this and that helps other people find this show. Also, if you're feeling uncertain about your modalities and you want to build your confidence to be your unique self, I want you to join my free email course, Becoming a Holistic Counselor, over at holisticcounselingpodcast.com. In my Becoming a Holistic Counselor course, you'll get tips for adding integrative care into your practice, what training you need and don't, and the know-how to attract your ideal holistic clients. If this sounds like the direction you are headed, sign up at holisticcounselingpodcast.com. This podcast is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information in regards to the subject matter covered. It is given with the understanding that neither the host, the publisher, or the guests are rendering legal, accounting, clinical, or any other professional information. If you want a professional, you should find one.